For the first time ever, I am thrilled to say we have an official sponsor for the Dirk Talk podcast, and that's Ariat. I've worn Ariat boots on every job site I've visited over the years, traveling in them across five continents. More importantly, I have yet to find a single project where working folks, unlike me, are not wearing Ariat boots and workwear in every condition imaginable. And there's really good reason for that. And that's because it's phenomenal stuff. And the more I've learned about Ariat and the company, the more I've loved their brand. So with this, Ariat is offering any Dirt Talk listener 10% off their next Ariat order at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk. That's 10% off boots, jeans, and workwear at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk or at the link in this episode's description. With that, let's get to the show. Yeah, the group chat's the best of that motherfucker. I'm sure. Because, I mean, it's like, it's me, Chrisman, Gins, Pat, it's Ryan Christmas Beefy Blading. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex yeah, Burnett. Yeah. So there's like Alex all of us. People on this podcast. Yeah, think, all of yeah. us have been on here and we've yeah. talked. Like we should get all of us together to come down here and just do a podcast it together. Be, but like we've talked. It'd be put fucking that on the internet, man. Yeah, it'd be five hours of recording and like ten minutes of content that you could actually put out for the world because mm-hmm. it'd just be all of us talking <laughs> shit to each other. Talking yeah. shit, but then just talking shop too. Well, it is, like, yeah. We were, yeah. me and Eric, we had dinner with Ryan Neal, you know, yep. excavator guru. Yeah. And so it's just, it yeah. probably would have been the most boring conversation mm-hmm. to anybody that's not really into equipment. Oh, for sure. that's all we talk yeah. about. Yeah. It's just talking shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny because Eric talked to me about, I think he said you guys went to dinner with Chad one night. Yeah. And he was talking about the guy that showed yeah, up yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. knew that he wasn't going to take yeah. the job. He was like, he was like I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say who it was. And both yeah. Eric and I looked at each other like, we know who it was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the only thing is like that whole job, it's taken me away from what I want to do anyways when you really dig into it and find out what little bit of seat time you truly get. Mm-hmm. Because you don't, no, they don't get a lot, no, you know? No. And then... <sighs> The other side of that is you got to go around with all these motherfuckers that, that can't even spell bulldozer and teach them how to run one. Yeah. It's like, I ain't got the patience for that shit. Like, you have to have a very specific personality. Oh, for sure. And like, I have a lot of respect for those guys. Mm-hmm. The guy the guy that we were with, uh, yeah. his name is Alex. Yeah. And he kept saying, he's like, I'm yeah. never going to tell someone they're doing something wrong. Yeah. And it's like, he just had the perfect mentality mm-hmm. for teaching. Because yeah. he's like, hey, I mean, if someone wants to prove me wrong, like, yeah. cool. Like, I'm, yeah. all, I'm all for it. I don't, yeah. sure. Hey, if it's different where you're at, cool. Yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. he was just so not about, mm-hmm. I'm going to go try to prove, because it just doesn't work yeah. with these guys. Because mm-hmm. they're so fucking proud. And and he, he 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 always says, he always has like one or two facts about every machine that n- no one knows. Yep. And so if, every, if, some, if, if someone's in the crowd trying to, just spout off a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. So he's like, oh, so so tell me about this then. Yeah. And he won't he won't know because yeah. it's some yeah, weird it's ass random fact. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you gotta do to some people too, you know. <laughs> gotta put some in his place mm-hmm. a little bit subtly like I remember that. <laughs> when he was first looking to do that job, he had reached out to me because he knew I'd went out there. And he's like, hey, what do you think? And I'm like, I can tell you right now it wasn't for me. Yeah. It may be perfect for you. I was like, I don't want to kill your dreams. Like I'm not trying to sway you one way or another. I was like, but it wasn't for fucking me. His personality is perfect you know? for it. His? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was I was really impressed. Yeah. No, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk a lot, you know. I yeah. mean, you know how it is with people on social media. There's yeah, people yeah. you talk to and there's people you just fucking ignore the shit out of, you know. 
like Pat Allen. Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> I don't know if this is on recording or it, it not. Is. But, we can we can put it in there if it's not. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pat Allen. Son of a bitch. Just so much shit. We could. I mean, we could dedicate a whole fucking episode just talking shit about what a non-operating fucker he is. You know. Have you ever watched the guy? Uh, I got, yeah. I got a fucking seven-year-old at home and smoke that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, just take circles around him, cover him the fuck up, not even think twice well, about it. I watched him the last time we were, when when I visited, he was ripping up somebody's lawn yeah. in a 335. Yeah, made a complete fucking mess. Just a I mean, seriously, disaster. like, I don't know how Tom fucking puts up with it. I really yeah. don't. Like, Tom must be getting paid to have him on the fucking payroll. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah. Fuck you, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the yeah. way. Um, you're, um, how long have you been on your own for? Not even a year. When'd you go on your like, own? Like we filed the paperwork the very first week of January of 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Super, super young. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Burnett just texted me. <laughs> I was talking to him yesterday. Oh yeah? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna try to, I'm, well, I want to go visit him at some point. Dude, you should. I know. You should. That's what I'm working on. Like, I've thought about going out there and working during the winter with him. It's it's fucking wild, Like, I've man. talked to him. He's like, dude, you wouldn't believe some of the... Oh, yeah. There's so much shit they can't show you. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's fucking big yeah. dick shit up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. 4,100 P&H front shovels. Well, I think like, that's what he's... He's like, dude, within a quarter mile of where I'm standing right now, there's 15 4,100 shovels. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And the thing, like, you know, he can't show pictures of it, you know? So, it's mm-hmm. like... He's got to go up and experience it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, getting into Canada, which isn't terrible, but I got two kids at home too, so it kind of makes it tough. Um, why'd, you, why'd you go out on your own? A lot of reasons. Some that I can talk about, some I can't. Sure. Um, but mostly, I mean, for like the past 15 years, I've traveled extensively, you know. I mean, for a local contractor extensively, I might drive four hours a day. Yeah two hours each way to work, um, you know, and it was cool for our kids, you know, we'd fucking, they'd put us up and, you know, we'd have little campgrounds, you know, we'd stay at a whole bunch of us staying campers and it was cool, you know, and it was a lot of fun, you know, work a hundred hours a week, make a shit ton of fucking money and, yeah. you know. And, it's really cool when you're young. When yeah. You're working oh, yeah. hundred hours a week. Yeah, dude. It's, it's It was fucking super great. Cool. I mean, yeah. I was superintendent's <laughs> number one pick, you know, so. Anything that came up, my phone would ring, you know. I mean, and it was a big highway job, too. I mean, there was 15 miles of work that we were doing on a live fucking throughway. Yeah. And, you know, the tractor trailer accident in the middle of the night or whatever, he'd call, you got to go out and clean all, you know. The record companies would do a lot of it, but because of the throughway and the logistics, they'd want to get it open back up. So, mm-hmm. one time there was a there was an accident that had uh, beer can tops. Like, so, like, there's a whole can, and then the whole fucking top of the pop-top part sticks on top of the can. I don't know how it really goes down, but this whole trash trailer is full of these fucking things. So, we had to go out there and clean them all the fuck up and put them in dumpsters because they wanted the road opened up. Because when that road's not moving, they don't make any money off the tolls. And they were just everywhere? Every fucking where. And then, of course, this is great. One of the guys was like, we should get a big magnet out here and use a magnet to clean all this up. It's like three o'clock in the morning. We're all like, bro, shit's fucking aluminum. Okay. <laughs> like, for real, go get the, because we had, you know, because we're, we're tearing up a road. So we had, you know, crushing process and we had, you know, excavators and magnets and shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, we could have got it there, but 
fucking when I was a kid, I obviously didn't pay attention in science class. So. That's well, every time I try to, I have an Illumin, Illumin duty. Yeah. Now, that's mm-hmm. what people call them. And yeah. You try to stick something to it. Yeah. They'll put, they'll put like a cone or something. Mm-hmm. If you go visit a mine, or, it's like, yeah. it's not going to stick. It don't work. Sorry. I yeah. don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But um, so, you know, with kids though, I mean, it got, it, it was tough, you know, at home, you know. And my wife, she took a new job in the district, you know, she went to an, it went from a school teacher to an administration role. So, yeah. you know, she went full, you know, year round and, you know, there was a lot more on her plate and it just wasn't working out. You know, I mean, my youngest boy was really acting up and, you know, I mean, the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back is we were, I was working and she called and uh, she says, Hey, she says, you gotta get home. Round's acting up which rounds the youngest son. Um, and I says, well, what the fuck? Why? I mean, I'm working, you know, and we were like really hitting this project hard and I was, you know, lead hand on the fucking job. And she says, you got to get home. I says, what the fuck? Why? What the fuck is going on? You know, she's like, well, he just pulled a knife on the nanny. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, he didn't like fucking stab her, did he? <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, well, well, <laughs> She's like, you got to get home. So I was like, fuck, you know? So I had to tell my boss. I'm like, dude, I got to go. And he's like, what's the matter? And like, of course, like, I don't want to tell the fucking people I work with about this shit, you know? Because, yeah. like, yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah. It really is. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk about it here. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, maybe it'll help somebody that's struggling to see the light of day, too. But, you know, I just wasn't home enough, you know? So I get home, and here he is, you know, and he's fucking being a douchebag. You know, and you got, I mean— People that know me, you know, well, Rowan is a fucking carbon copy of me, just full of fight and all that good shit, too. So yeah. we spent a lot of time with him, you know, taking him to counselors and therapists and things like that. And come to find out he has a lot of um, uh, sensory issues, which I've learned that I do, too. Like, I don't like to be touched and like well, That's what we were just shit. talking about. You can't listen to shit. No, no. Operating. And that's what I've learned about that, too. So, yeah. like, I used to actually go during the winter when because we don't work during the winter up north. You know, we'd fucking go home and hang out and yeah. plow some snow and fuck off and do whatever we do. Um, so, I would go to his therapist with him. And it was interesting because, like, I'm there and he's there for his therapy. But, like, I'm learning a shit ton of stuff, too. And, like... Mm-hmm excuse me, like how to handle myself, like in uncomfortable situations. Because like if I'm, like even when we were in Nashville, like, you know, Sarah and I were walking around Nashville the past couple nights, it's really hard for me to have all that live music mm. blaring in the fucking background. Mm-hmm. And like I would get really fucking angsty and angry and just yeah short-tempered. But so, you know, that was basically the straw that broke the camel's back as far as me going out of my home because – they just, they weren't getting enough work close to home for me to be close to home. So, and a few other things that happened and you just, you just get sick of the fucking politics and corporate shit. And so you say, fuck it. Here we are. Um, had you thought about starting a company before? Yeah. Excuse me. Um, like, I've had my own equipment on and off for years. You know, I've always done stuff on the side yeah, for friends. Like you had, like, a mini excavator. No, I had a fucking, I had a Cat 215 excavator, oh. which is, like, a 320. Yeah. Um, I had a road tractor and a little boy and dozer and always had road graders. Well, but recently, didn't you have that little deer? 
Before, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had, had that. Little deer. Yeah, I bought that probably like last fall. Yeah, and you'd, you know. You'd be you'd have like a, a fucking, fucking tarp I, around. I, I, yeah, dude. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> open cab. Yeah, it was open. Around. Listen, man, you got to make do with what you got, you know. <laughs> but I did. I had a fucking night some tarps. But like when I was a kid on dozers and shit, like that's what we would do. Yeah. You grab a fucking cat. Dude, I've gone down in like a ditch and stole silt fence with a fucking pocket knife right out of the fucking job and tied that. Because you can take silt fence because it's woven uh-huh. and you can steal strips of it. And then what you do is you'd wrap it around the cab. Because like you take like a D3G, most of the ones we had didn't have cabs, mm-hmm. but they always had a heater. Mm-hmm. So what you'd do is you'd wrap the cab with silt fence and then you just cut some holes so you could see what you needed to see. <laughs> Dude, it was fucking great. Like, you're shitting in tall cotton then, you know? I mean, but it wasn't bad. But it kept the wind off you. Yeah. And it kept some of the heat in there, too. So you, you've, you've always done work, but the, it's a totally different dynamic when you're feeding your family. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. like, you're you're eating what you kill mm-hmm. when you are when you have no other income. Yeah. yeah. Is, um, how'd you start getting work? Just word of mouth. Right. Small town, you yeah. know, I mean, a lot of people in town knew me, yeah, yeah. you know, and I mean, I've done, I mean, I started out working with my father-in-law when I was 14 and he was, you know, one of the high name residential contractors in town. You know, my name was always associated with him and I'd done, you know, I dug basements for a lot of the contractors before I went, you know, to bigger contractors and shit like that. So honestly, it, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like the only struggle I truly had was when the fucking um the flywheel came unbolted from the flex plate in my transmission it was five five thousand dollar hiccup big fucking deal yeah you know and my mechanic tom sparling he's fucking a godsend for me like seriously like i the dude anytime my shit breaks dude's right there mm-hmm. like it's it's huge because i don't i can work on the stuff to a degree but, like, it's just, it's better when you have somebody in your back pocket that really knows what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Makes a huge difference. I've always, um, see, I, I didn't grow up in a household where we fixed everything mm-hmm. ourselves. We brought people in that knew what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. And I just, I wish I knew how to do things mm-hmm. on my own. But I yep. also, even if I knew how to do them, I would still yeah. just pay people yep. that know what the hell they're doing. That's the hard part about being in business is knowing, basically knowing to hold them, knowing to fold them. Yeah, you, you know, I, there's a lot of stuff that I'll fix myself. There's a lot of stuff that I'll just say, fucking hire somebody else to do it. Well, you know, I mean, I can weld, you know, I've got all kinds of fucking shit in my shop to work on stuff and I've done a lot of it. So it's not terrible and it saves me a lot of money. It keeps my overhead low. It at first, and then you have to start thinking it's like your hourly rate. Is yes. pretty expensive to a degree, and I think people people get so caught up in mm-hmm. how much can I save, yeah. and they don't think, okay, well, if you're working mm-hmm. yep. and you have someone else to do that, yep. it ends up like you end up oh, saving, yeah. making more money if you just hire that oh, out. Absolutely, a lot of times. absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not to that point yet. Yeah, either, yeah, yeah. You know, and honestly, like I, a lot of people talk to me like, well, you should, you know, when are you going to get bigger? When are you going to do this? I don't fucking want to get bigger, mm. dude. I've been a part of that fucking. I mean, I've been on some big fucking jobs and. You know, $200 million fucking road jobs, you know? I mean, to some people, that's not big, but to some people, that's fucking, that's bigger than anything they'll ever see. Yeah. You know, we do fucking miles of fucking pipe, you know? I mean, just concrete paving, all that shit, you know? But it's like, I've, I've fucking had enough of it. I don't, I like to go out there and, you know, I did a job for a woman. She was 90 years old. 
And she fucking brought me out fresh-baked fucking bread. And, you know, I mean, still paid. Don't get me wrong. I didn't do it just for the fucking bread. But sit on her porch and talk to her, you know. And it was Mm. just, it was, it was great, you know. Like, there was no, no hurry, you know. Just go do the job. She was super happy I did the work for her, you know. Yeah. But, like I said, I don't, I just, that fucking shit's, yeah, some people like it. And I don't. It's good to, I talk to a lot of people getting into business nowadays, and that's one of the big things I'd say is like, figure out what you want, because like, that's going to guide what you do. Uh, and, and like, really think about, do you want to be managing this enormous behemoth? Cause all these guys, I've seen them, they go build these monster companies Mm -hmm. and they go support a lot of people in this and that, but they started in construction because they love building shit, running equipment, but, Mm -hmm. but. When you're managing a company like that, you don't yeah. touch equipment anymore. No. You don't yeah. even look at equipment. No. You don't even know what equipment you have exactly. a lot of times. Yeah. Like I taught a company owner, Eric sent me a picture of an excavator the other day. Holy shit, this company has this machine out yeah. on a, a job. I'm like, I, I don't know. Let me let me text the the guy that runs the company. Text the guy. I had no idea. He's like, no, we, we don't have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then he texts me right the next there. day. He's like, yeah, I was wrong. Apparently we do yeah. have one of yeah. those. <laughs> See, and I don't want to get to that point. Yeah. I like doing the work. You know, I like interacting with the people some days more than others. Mm-hmm. There are days where I've had to, I've walked away from customers just because they're fucking, they could be ignorant. And it's no fault of their own, but like, this this is what I struggle with is dealing with people because I've been in the industry for, you know, 23, 24 years now. And yeah. so... To me, what's commonplace isn't commonplace to everybody else. The the lingo and the you know the way that you talk and you know the the products and all this stuff to, to people in the field, it's a it's a language and you speak it. And when I deal with customers, like people don't understand the difference between stone and gravel and you know and, and topsoil and just filter and things yeah. like that. Like they don't know the difference. And yeah, I get really aggravated sometimes because it's like fuck. You know, I mean, this, you know, or I write up a contract for somebody and then I spend hours going back over it and re-explaining it. And then, you know, then they're all pissed the fuck off for some fucking ungodknown reason. Mm-hmm. It's just fuck me sometimes. And you just got to walk away. And a lot of times, like, I had this one guy I'm fucking dealing with. I, I mean, I can't talk too much about that either, but it, it got to the point where I just stopped fucking responding to his emails and texts. I fucking had enough. I, you know, and I told him, I was like, any fucking conversation from this point on will be billed as consult, you know, as a consultation. Yeah. And you'll be fucking charged X amount of fucking dollars an hour for every fucking time I gotta talk to you. <laughs> and um, and I didn't hear nothing from him for like a fucking week. I was like, cool, I ain't gotta deal with this motherfucker no more. Mm-hmm. Like a week later, he messaged me, he's like, hey, it's like I'd really like to move forward with this project. I, I like the price, and, I, and like it just it changed the whole dynamic of it. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll write you up some shit and you know, we're moving forward and it's work for next year, but you gotta, you gotta know when to call people on their shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning that. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that like it's people, you know, the learning curve for this is so different because running machinery for me is, it's fucking easy. Like, it's, yeah. you know, I fucking grew up doing that shit and I didn't have to deal with anybody. I didn't have to fucking talk to nobody. Just say, this is what we're doing today. And you went and fucking did it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to sell myself to nobody. You know, I yeah. mean, just go to work. It's a, it's a whole different ball game. Way different, mm-hmm. way different, you know? And I mean, the paperwork and all the fucking contracts and yeah. shit like that. I mean, fortunately I'm pretty, 
articulate in that regard as far as my writing. So that wasn't terrible to come up with. I had some people send me some of their shit, you know, just to kind of get a starter from it to have professional looking fucking shit. So it didn't look mm-hmm. like some dumbass hillbilly put it together. But yeah. You know, and that helped, but it's still how um how old are you? Thirty seven. So thirty seven, but yeah. you have like more experience than most people. Well, I mean, I fucked, dude. I used to skip school to go to work. Yeah. Like, my father-in-law used to pick me up at school and take me to fucking work. Like, yeah. I had a fucking cell phone before having a cell phone was cool, and I'd call him, be like, hey, I'm fucking had enough at school, and he'd be outside waiting for me, and I'd fucking walk out the back door and go to work. I feel I've I've had some some comments recently of, you know, it's like, you look like you're 12, what the fuck do you know? Yeah. And, and everybody thinks it's it's linear it's like how much they knew at that age is where i'm at but it's like well i've spent four years now traveling to job sites every single week talking to thousands of people i've seen more projects in the past year than you'll see in your whole lifetime and it's like yeah i don't know about running equipment as well as you do and i don't have all the seat time and this and that but i i kind of know what's going on on a project but they just look at it like well you're this age and fuck you i'm the old timer and I'm sure you've been dealing with that for earlier in your career. Oh, yeah, dude. You just fucking have to take guys out in the parking lot after work and, you know, <laughs> talk to them. <laughs> like, I, I remember one time, like, distinctly remember this. Like, I worked for this guy. And he was probably your size, you yeah. know, just little guy. But he had that Napoleon complex. Very air. He fucking hated my guts, uh-huh. dude. Fucking dude, and I used to fight like hell. And um, we were at a fucking bar one night for like they had a company function at a fucking bar, and him and I were sitting at a high top table, and this is when I drank. And uh, he fucking was running his fucking mouth, and I wasn't having it. And I came right across the top of that fucking table and started pulling the shit out of this dude, like just fucking, like I mean, he come over the top of the fucking table, and you know. Basically fucking tackled him off the motherfucking seat he was sitting on. Him and I rolling around. I'm beating the fucking shit out of him. Bunch of dudes pull me off. And, of course, somebody's got to call my fucking wife to come get me. Well, Sarah and I were just still dating then, but she had to come pick me up. And Yeah, she wasn't too happy about that. (laughs) She was pissed. But, you know, that's live and learn. So, Um, What? uh, You don't drink anymore, do you? Oh, no. I've been sober since I was 21. Yeah. I pretty much quit drinking uh, about six months after I turned 21. Had to. Fucking sure. had to. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. You didn't yeah. have a choice there. I did, but it wasn't yeah. going to, you know, I wasn't going anywhere fast. Uh-huh. So. I feel like a lot of people would be better off if. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I meet so many people and talk to so many people and I talk to them, you know. Because, the, dude, I don't know why, but people think I'm their fucking therapist. Like, I had to get away from social media a lot of because a lot of that too, but people just always reaching out to me about their fucking problems. And like, first mm-hmm. of all, hire a fucking professional therapist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a professional fucking therapist. Uh, I'm a sure. fucking idiot. Okay. I'm yeah. the last guy you want to take advice from. But one of the things I'll talk to people about, I'm like, listen, do you drink? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, what? I'm like, quit drinking. I'm telling you right now. Like the majority of the problems in your fucking life stem from fucking alcohol consumption. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, problems with your fucking spouse Problems in your professional life, financially, whatever. Most of those problems come from fucking drinking. And if people tell you they don't, well, they're clearly not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just amazing how prevalent it is. I mean, if you have a room full of 100 people and ask how many 
how many of you guys do have like personal experience with negative effects of alcohol, whether it's you or someone else, everybody in that room is going to raise their hand without a doubt. It's and in this industry, it's, it is rampant. Well, I mean, the thing is, is most of the people find their way into construction. I mean, they, they, you know, didn't always find any other way. So this was always kind of a fallback job. Construction mm. takes all kinds of people. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You show up in the morning with your fucking lunch pail and heartache and go to work. That's all they care about. Yeah. You know, that's how yeah. it's always been. It's always been kind of the fucking, the, the last fucking journey for a lot of people. I knew a lot of people when I worked construction, they had degrees in this or that or whatever, and it didn't work out for them, so they found construction. Mm-hmm. And you you find people from all walks of life, you know, and had so many different backgrounds, and here we all are. Well, I, I, I think it's one of the few words, worlds, and I, I think that is it's a downside, but also a really positive mm-hmm. thing. It's one of the few worlds that's, they people just don't care who you are, what you know. It's just, if you work hard, yeah. cool. That's all you gotta that, do. That, that is it, man. If you mm-hmm. work hard, keep your mouth shut for the most time and just ask yeah. questions, learn, especially yeah. as a younger guy. The you'll world be, is your oyster. You'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, I've, then, se- I've seen guys make nine, sometimes 10 figure fortunes. Yeah. And no education. They they don't really know anything. They just work. Just one foot in front of the other. That's it. That is it. That's all it. it takes. That's it. They're no smarter than anybody yeah. else at the company. Perseverance. That's the fucking difference. It's it's wild. Yeah. You know? Even when shit hits the fan, keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually you come out of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, you you see it. I mean, you travel all over the fucking place. There's some yeah. derelict motherfuckers out on job oh, sites. Yeah, yeah I but mean, <sighs> I've worked with like fucking felons. You know, guys fucking. You know, guys on work release programs. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I think some of the I I want to actually work. That's one of the things I want to work on is trying to get some guys that have been through the prison system in the industry and give them a, give them a shot. But, but it's, it's funny when I started in construction, I was super, super intimidated by all these guys yeah. because they're just, they're big grizzly motherfuckers. Like they're big. And I'm, I'm a little guy. I'm five, six, like, yeah. you know, yeah, there's not much to you. 40 pounds. No, not very much. And I can't grow facial hair, nothing. So I would show up to these job sites like, what, where the hell am I? But you get to know these guys. They're human beings like anybody else. They have the same desires. They want to feel special. They want to be heard. They have feelings. Like, they are no different mm-hmm. than anybody else. Usually the saltiest motherfuckers you meet on a job site are typically the most sensitive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm terrible. Like, you know, I, 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 you know, spend a lot of money on, you know, people that are down and out. Yeah. I always have. You know, because I know what it's like to not have a lot, you know, and I always feel bad, you know, try to help people out. But I'm on a job site. I'm the biggest fucking asshole you're ever going to meet. Sure. You know, and a lot of it's just you guard yourself because you don't want to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people do that. You know, I've had fucking people in charge of me that would take advantage of my good nature, you know, and they'd fucking, you know, hang you out to dry on your fucking pay or whatever. And so you got to, you learn to be that way. But you you also have to fight it. I've learned it's like just because you get screwed by one person doesn't mean you know you get screwed by one. But the other nine out of ten, they're good folks looking to do good stuff. They are. And you got to handle it accordingly. You got to. You, you can't be naive. But then you also put up guards to protect yourself again from that one person, yep. which then puts you at disadvantage mm-hmm. uh, with with the nine people. I've learned. So it's like, hey, if I'm gonna get screwed, I'm gonna get screwed. I'll handle it. Whatever, whatever I need to do to handle it, and I'm gonna, 
I'm going to set up some, some, some protections yeah, here, yeah. but also I'm not going to not trust everybody as a result. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like that's what, like dealing, you know, with a business. I mean, you know, I deal with a lot of just homeowners and customer owners fixing their problems, you know, drainage issues, things like yeah. that. And I've had people, you know, that have owed me $20,000, and, you know, like, hey, where's my fucking money? You know, like, not saying like that. Just like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, what's yeah. up? Is everything okay? You know? Yeah. And a lot of times, too, like, I'm like, hey, listen, if you got problems, like, I get it. Just please be upfront with me about it. That's it. I don't want to feel like I'm getting taken advantage of because I'm the kind of guy that will come fucking tear out all the fucking work I did yeah. and put you back to square one. Like, I'll come fucking steal the gravel right back out of your driveway. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Like, I'm a spiteful motherfucker like that. <laughs> And yeah, it's gonna cost you money, but it uh-huh. gets the fucking word out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um but people, you know, they're like, ah oh, no, you know, it's, things are a little tough right now. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And you know, and then you talk about it to people in your fucking life and like, hey, you probably got fucked. And I'm like, oh, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, luckily I keep enough, you know, money around that it's not a big issue and it's not gonna put me out of business. But every fucking time eventually I've gotten paid. Like well, you and lose it's the a good faith. lesson learned. Because it's like, yeah, I should have known better. I still do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this, there's a bunch of money out right now, you sure. know. And I don't know, whatever. I mean, I'm not hurting for money. We got, you know, our bills are paid and there's enough sitting around. But it's one of them things. It's like you just, you got to treat people fairly, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like you can't be too pushy about it. They know they owe you. Yeah. You know, they fucking know. You know, when they avoid your phone calls. And most everybody they, feels like an asshole. It's yeah, like, they do. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, you know, I, I don't put too much pressure on them. Like, yeah, you know, just get a hold of me when you're ready. Sure. You know, the only thing I can't stand is when they want me to come pick my money up from them. Mm. I'm like, motherfuckers owe me money. Bring it yeah. to my fucking house. Yeah. Like, why do I got to yeah. chase the fuck down? You know, like, that drives me up the fucking wall. does. I fucking can't stand that. But whatever. I get my money, so... It's not like I got to go kick the fucking door and beat them up in front of their fucking family. Oh, people, <laughs> you know? people that don't understand how the world works, they're just like, well, why, why don't you just, you have a contract. Why don't you just sue them? It's like, it's not worth the, the hell. Is that, what, what is that going to do? No. It's small potatoes. Sue dude, somebody. Dude, it's small potatoes. Uh-huh. It's 20 grand. Big fucking yeah. deal. Like, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if you're, it, if it happened a bunch of times, just, yeah. well, you know, again, I handle that too. I wouldn't even fucking. I'd probably end up in court over it because of the shit that I did. But yeah, you know, yeah. Show up at their I house mean, with a baseball bat. Show up a fucking excavator and start tearing the motherfucker down. I, it's a lot more effective you than know, a I golf mean, club or baseball yeah, bat, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just fuck, that's the cool thing about drop. Drive that motherfucker right down the street, pull up in the fucking driveway. Well, you start tearing the house down. You, you forget how powerful the machines are until you watch it munching a house, you know, collapsing a roof in, or even just. You, you you try to push a rock, it doesn't go anywhere, and you take even a small machine and just whack it out of the way. Oh, okay. These things are pretty I, damn powerful. I, I tore a house down in 10 minutes one time. <laughs> Goes and quick. Whole motherfucker right in the basement right now. Into yeah. the basement? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because that's what we do. Like, we tear down houses. Yeah. Basements. Collapse it all in. But and it, yeah, it's, kinda... it's, you know, it keeps everything nice and neat and clean. Yeah. And once it's in the basement, you can smash the fucking shit out yeah. of it so that it doesn't take nice up as small. much space, yeah. you know? But, yeah, I've put a house in a basement in like 10 minutes. Motherfuckers don't even have a chance to get out of their house, you know? I, uh, when I visited Chris the other day, he was tearing down a house. I went there and helped him, helped him get it all, get it all set, get it all in order. Taught him how to, to work his Takuchi skid steer, whatever it's called. 
I don't even know how the fuck to say it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody does. I don't think anybody knows how the fuck to say it. Uh, I really don't. Uh, um, what What are you running? You have a skid steer. You bought, what is it, 289? 59. 259. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, like skid steer brothers. Hey, there you, you know? go. Yeah. Except mine hasn't been upside down. Yeah. In due time. I'll yeah, do it, you I'm know. sure. Yeah. No, I got 259, but I don't have a fucking brand new one. I can't afford that shit. Yeah. You know? Well, or, I'm an idiot. Or, Although I could sell so, it for significantly more than I bought it for It's right funny. Now. I've had people offer to buy my shit too. I'm like, well, and then some people are like, you should sell it. You get more money. I'm like, I gotta fucking replace it. Yeah. Like the fucking yeah, shit yeah, makes yeah. me money. Yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> like, you not understand how this works? Yeah. <laughs> but, <sighs> I, you know, that's what I love. I love all the advice you get from people. Like how to fucking do all this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a construction business owner operating in this world. Cause I, I, no one, no one knows what the fuck I do. And no one knows how the you fuck don't we even make know money. What the fuck I don't do. even know. Like, Everyone's we, like, "What yeah. the fuck does like this guy do?" Like a money laundering business yeah. or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so they can't offer me advice on what I do because they don't yeah. know what I do. No. And they, so they just call me an idiot. Yeah. They're like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Why not? You know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you, I mean, if hey, if you yielded all that advice, you'd have one hell of a company. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like what I love. I mean, there's a lot of guys that felt like you know Dane Cotton, you know DC Excavation, you know, yeah. and and Goodfell. A lot of these guys, you know, John Cheedek, you know, they're great friends. You know, when I was first starting out, you know, they call me up and we talk. You know, they give me advice on. Yeah. You know, I don't know the first time we're running a fucking business. I'll be the first to admit it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember talking to one guy and he's like, "Well, what's your business plan?" And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? He's like, well, you got to have a business plan. I'm like, dude, I ain't got fucking shit. Like, I, like move I dirt, can, make money? Yeah, yeah, I can pull levers. But, I've never had a business but plan. But I was like, my whole thing in, like, in life is just do the right thing. Like those simple four fucking words. Mm-hmm. Like treat your customers fairly. Go above and beyond. Like I know what I fucking quote a customer for. And 99% of the times I'm on a job, I always do more than what I'm asked to do. Mm-hmm. Always. And that's, that, that alone just turns people on. And they go and tell their fucking friends and family. Yeah. Like, I've got one fucking family I've done work for. There's three different family members, but it's one family. And I've probably done well over $150,000 worth of work for these people. Yeah. You know? And it's it's still going, you know? And every time I turn around, they got family members that want this done or that done. And it just keeps growing. But because I treated the first family well. You know, sure. I did more than what I, what I was asked to do and did it well. And, you know, and they're older people, you know. So, like, you got to treat them with, you know, grace and, and respect and dignity and and patience. That was the big thing for me, you know, is having patience when dealing with customers. Because, again, we go back to the whole fucking thing where you're dealing with people. You don't, I don't know how the fuck to talk to them, mm-hmm. you know. When I'm on a job, so I'm blonde. Fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. And. So have you had to Everything tone else. that down over the past year? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's really tough. Yeah, I mean, but you got to do it, you know, because you can't talk to you know people like that outside of the job site. I mean, growing up, that's all I knew. You know, that's how the fuck we talk. Mm-hmm. It's been educational to say the least, because I have had people get upset when I've sworn on accident. Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah. was doing some work for some really religious people. Sure. And, you know, got talking about some stuff. I'm more, yeah. I, I dropped an F-bomb. And, uh, well, I think we, we talked about that on a recent podcast. I've been, I've been scolded a yeah. few times over. Like, you can't talk like that. Dude. And then my response is, have you been out in the field recently? Because that's the language of this industry. Like, it's funny. Like, the first podcast, I remember getting, you know, people, you know, reach out. And they like, oh, yeah, the podcast is great. It was, you know, original. It was, you know, whatever. It was real. 
And then I had a couple people like, that was the most disgusting thing I ever listened to. And really? Like, you for fucking real? Wow. Like, this is nothing. Like, yeah. you should see it live. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, I will say, you know, I will say, like, this is way toned down, Garrett, compared to like, if I just got yeah. real, like, just let her rip. Yeah. You couldn't, you, no. you couldn't put that on the no. internet. No, you couldn't. And I get that. <laughs> Which is you why know? you sometimes go into Instagram jail. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I've gave up on Instagram. Yeah. I said, fuck it. Yeah. I just, both accounts got locked down and said, fuck it, I'm done. Fuck it. It's not even worth it. Like, the thing, like, people fucking, mm. they got to run their fucking mouth and, you know, I, I'm not going to have it, so. On, um, on Instagram, though, you were, like, you were, you were posting a lot of videos and you'd be sitting in the skid steer and you'd, you'd go for like, like 10 or 15 minutes talking about all sorts of shit. People didn't like that. They didn't like it. <laughs> Apparently, I, I, Apparently I, fucking not. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was like, this no, is just... A lot, a lot of people did. I mean, I had a lot of people reach out to me. Like, you should start a podcast. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm fucking sick of dealing with people. Yeah. You just, I mean, the good people are great and the bad people just make me want to drive to the fucking house and say hello. <laughs> Like, it's just, I don't know, man. Yeah. People are fucked up. They only want to see things from their narrative. They don't want to realize that it's one big fucking fishbowl we're living in. What were, what were some of the things you said online that people didn't like? Fucked if I know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what were, you t- what were your recent videos talking about? You were talking about, like, a, workforce well, development. A bunch and, of, yeah, Bob, how very so fucking soft. And, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. And, like the, the way people glamorize the fucking industry, like this is my biggest fucking bitch. And I know a lot of people fucking agree with this because mm-hmm. we're a bunch of salty fuckers too. But like yeah. they want to fucking put everybody out there with a fucking smile on their face and look like they're having fun on a job site. I'm going to tell you right fucking now. Yeah, there's a lot of days you have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of fucking days where you're just like, fuck, what the hell am I thinking coming out here? Yeah. You know, you're out there and fucking mud up to your fucking nuts. I mean, even as a fucking operator. Like, I've, you know, had to help, you know, water tie-ins and shit, you know, and, and, and doing fucking all kinds of dumbass shit. And it's like all hands mm-hmm. on deck, man. You can't just sit in a fucking hole and watch your fucking brothers out there bust their fucking nuts in the mud. Yeah. You know, lugging shit around. Yeah. I mean. Cause, Middle of the night. Yeah. It's cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a fucking bastard. And you better have some fucking grit about you. You're not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Because it gets fucking real and tempers flare and people start fucking, hey, you stupid fuck, get fucking moving. Like, it, that shit, mm-hmm. it, it happens all the fucking time. You're going to get yelled at and these fucking kids go out there and they're handed this, you know, this idea of, you know, this fucking super fucking cool, nice job site. And then they get out there and they get some old fucking douchebag yelling at them. Like, this ain't what I signed up for. And then they fucking drag up. Sure. You know, and I get it, but it's like we got to stop fucking, you know, glamorizing the construction industry to some degree. I mean, granted, I get it. You got to attract people to the fucking job site, mm-hmm. but you also don't want the fucking kids that are just too soft for it to come out there either because they're not going to make it. We've been we've been accused of that yeah. plenty, and, yeah. and we, we do do that sometimes. Yeah. It's just what we do. I yeah. mean, it just happens, yeah. but I've always made it uh, a a point. I have an allergic reaction to anything staged. Yeah. I, I, I oh, just yeah. like, and that's, it's really frustrating because sometimes a job site looks like shit and I can't get anything worthwhile, yeah. but it's just like, but that's what it is. I'm not yeah. going to take the time to set it. I just want to capture it as is. Yeah. So I, I like, we don't stage anything, but then the way 
our photographs even look. Yeah. Even though it's totally real, mm -hmm. it would be happening whether we were there or not. Yeah. It just, it, it does glamorize the industry yeah. a little bit because it looks really fucking cool. It does. Because we've gotten good at what we do. Yeah. No, you guys know the right angles. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Which is, you know. it, it's mostly good, but there is that mm -hmm. negative side to it, which yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. No, but like when you see, you know, fucking marketing campaigns where these motherfuckers out there and, and the clothes that are fresh off the fucking yeah. hanger out of the I, store, I brand new fucking like hard hats, you know. Yeah. You take a look at anybody's hard hat that's been out there a while. Motherfuckers beat up, you know, and that that everybody that wears a hard hat every day has a favorite hard hat. Well, and it's 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 not only it it doesn't only look inauthentic when someone's wearing a brand new hard hat and brand new vest, but it's it's insulting to people like you. Oh fuck yeah! It's it is straight up insulting to people that actually do the work and that and they don't they're so tone deaf they so they don't understand the industry to such a degree they're hanging out in their office seven days a week three hundred sixty five days a year. That they don't understand that they're they're doing the opposite of what they're trying to do, which is in, in, which is why I get upset too because yeah. it's like I know how hard the people and, and I don't get upset for me because it's like I'm not one of those people out in the field, but I respect the hell out of those people and I know that that's disrespectful to mm -hmm. to the work that they go through. Absolutely. And um, I've always given the equipment manufacturers all kinds of grief for their you know it'll be a painted bucket or a painted boy. I'm like what the. F yeah, they ain't going to be like, yeah, once it hits the fucking job site. Oh, I know. If it's spent yeah. more than a day on a job site, there's no more paint on no. that bucket or no. blade or whatever it no. is. It's just, it it just looks stupid. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. But these motherfuckers, they, they don't know. They've never done the fucking work. Yeah. So they're so far removed from the reality of what we do in the field that they don't fucking get it. Mm -hmm. You know, they just fucking don't. Well, and, 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 and that's why we hire people from the field yeah. that can at least direct the organization. Because people that haven't been in the field, they, they serve really important role like like Alex here. You've never been in the field working, but we couldn't have the Dirt Talk podcast without yeah. him. It's everybody it's has their place. It's an important yeah. role. But then he also needs a little bit of directions like, hey, you know, we need to be mm -hmm. over here. We need to be over here because it might seem insignificant to you. Yeah. But to a guy like Garrett, this guy fucking notices. Or yeah. he came up with this design the other day. It was a shirt design. And it was a 631 scraper mm -hmm. getting pushed by it was a D eleven. Mm -hmm. And Eric Eric looked at it, he's like I tell you right that now, is, no. <laughs> like we guys, we can't do that. I know a profile of a nine looks very similar to an eleven. I know to but you, the it's people, the same no, thing. no, yeah. But the mm -hmm. to, but to someone that actually does that job, that's wildly incorrect, and that actually pisses them off. Yeah. It's not cool to them. Yeah, we're gonna say who's a stupid fuck that designed this? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly. exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, and it's not. It's not to be rude. Mm. It's just they're very proud they, of what they do. Yeah. Well, Aaron, you were talking maybe last week. You know, we we put these videos out and, and stuff, you know, for all these clients and just whatever, you know, Aaron's out seeing. And when, you know, that video gets edited, you know, we're if there's some like background noise or whatever, you, you know, you, there's footage. And then if the like background noise is not what goes with that piece of equipment. Yeah. It's picked apart. It would it's, get picked apart. Oh, yeah. so Gold we, Rush. Look, if my, yeah. my kids watch Gold Rush, okay. I fucking hate it. It's dumb as fucking shit. <laughs> the way it's just the whole fucking thing. But you'll hear, you know, fucking D9, but then you'll hear a fucking, you know, you'll hear a fucking E7 Mac road tractor. Yes. Overplay. Yes. Like the, the fucking, the audio. Yes. I'm like, no, this doesn't, that's not how that fucking and, shit and, works. And, and the audio, it's, I mean, everything is fake yeah. as far as oh, the audio yeah. is concerned. Because Absolutely. I've been on enough job sites to know what a, yeah, yeah. What a dozer sounds like. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not the same. No. You know, but they, they do it because there's people that watch that shit that don't know any better. Yeah. But but the thing is, I mean, the people that do know better fucking sit back and laugh at the fucking shit. But you know? but a show like that's not made for the people that know what the fuck no. they're doing. It's television yeah. and it's for anybody, mm-hmm. which which makes sense. And yeah. it's done yeah. very well. It's made them a ton they of money. Say, I don't get mad about it. I just sit back and laugh, you yeah. know. It's like, whatever, fuck it. At this point, like, I, I just don't even give a fuck. I don't. Like, whatever, you fucking people look like a bunch of clowns. That's your thing. Yeah. That's the way it goes. So you're not on social media at all anymore? I have Facebook. Sure. Like, the thing with, like, social media that that makes a lot of us laugh is you get these motherfuckers that don't know the first fucking thing about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They go out and they buy a bunch of fucking iron and they fucking put together a ragtag group of misfits that that all want to play in the dirt, too. Yeah. And... They put machines on the roof. Nah, whatever that happens, you know, fuck that shit. <laughs> but you're not out there trying to fucking make a living, oh. you know, doing this stuff. And I got nothing against you. Mm-hmm. And I get it, you know, you got to be your own hype man sometimes, but they just, they don't know. They don't fucking know what they're doing and they're out there and they're just bumbling around like a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. And then they get this, they, they draw a huge following on social media. And then they attract all these other fucking idiots. They're like, oh, yeah. I think the industry they, is that. They do. They're yeah. like, oh, these guys really know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And it's like, they don't. They ain't got the first fucking clue about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're inspiring another fucking generation of idiots. Yeah. You know, because it's the blind leading the fucking blind. You know, I was fortunate enough when I was coming up through, I, got, I caught the tail end of all the old guys with cable machines. I worked for a company right out of high school, and most of these guys were fucking, they should have retired, but they didn't. You know, they kept fucking working. Bunch of old salty motherfuckers. And, you know, these guys, had, they'd fucking cut their teeth on cable machinery, you know, and they they went through the evolution to hydraulic machines and all the modern stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like, this company didn't have, well, they had the one band that I have, but they didn't use it for much, you know. Um, and they had some cranes and stuff like that, but the, they, you know, their fleet was pretty modern at the time. You know, these people were really innovative at that point in time, but, um, I still got to hear all the shit from these guys. You know, they'd always fucking tell me, you know, you fucking kids wouldn't fucking last 50 fucking years ago. And, you know, you'd, you'd hear the same old shit that you hear now about yeah. GPS, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it never fucking changes. And in 20 fucking years, you know, the people that were fucking running GPS today are going to be talking shit about the kids coming up through with mm-hmm. what the, whatever's next, remote yeah. control bullshit or whatever the fuck it is, you know. And it's never going to fucking change because, you know, you talk to the old guys that had cable machines. And you if you really dig into that, they were told by the fucking guys that ran the steam shovels before them, the same fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And the steam shovel guys were probably told the same fucking thing by the guys that were running teams of mules and slip scrapers. Yeah. You yeah. know? So it's yeah. just this, it just keeps fucking going from one generation to the next, you know? Well, and the and the technology doesn't make make the operator, but if you can marry the two together, like a like a John Shedek mm-hmm. in, now he's in Texas. Yeah. I and mean, that guy's a fucking weapon. Oh, Johnny's the man. I was talking to Johnny. I got to call Johnny when I leave here and we well, drive home. He's, well, a, I mean, he's one hell of a blade hand, yeah. and then he's married it with the technology. Yeah. He can probably fin- outfinish yeah. just about anybody. Oh, out Johnny's there. great, and he's super sharp with it. And he's embraced it. Yeah. You know, he knows how to make it work but, for him. But then this is where and same with Chrisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking Ryan's he's another really example. fucking sharp with that but, shit. But this is the the difference between those guys and mm-hmm. the guys like you were talking about on Instagram. Yeah, they don't 
you you wouldn't think they know a whole lot. No. They, I mean, they mm-hmm. really don't come off no. like they just post. What I they know post. my shit. Yeah. Or or but just in like when you meet him mm-hmm. in person. Yeah. Like when you meet John in person. Oh yeah. He's oh, just dude, we were, another guy. We were fucking him and Chris and I and like Gins were attached to the fucking hip when we were in Vegas. I mean, John's kid was riding around on my fucking shoulders when we were going to dinner and shit. You know, like, we're fucking, we send each other fucking kids' Christmas presents and stuff. You yeah. know, I mean, but. But Chris, just, is, Chris is like a big YouTube celebrity. Chris is a fucking ball bag. I <laughs> <laughs> can't say what he really is, but, you know. He's, he's, a, he's a big time celebrity. Dude, that's, <laughs> like, there's no fucking credibility with that shit. Like, that's my whole fucking problem with any kind of social media and YouTube. <sighs> there isn't, though. Yeah. Any fucking swinging dick, dumbass motherfucker can put himself in fucking a camera in front of him. Totally. And go out there and do it. Have you seen some of these fucking idiots on fucking YouTube? I don't, I don't watch YouTube. Yeah, well, neither do I, but I hear yeah. a lot about them. Yeah. But, like, same with fucking social media. It's mm-hmm. like, there's no credibility. Mm-hmm. Anybody can fucking do this well, shit. And, and the thing with YouTube, social media, too, is it's... The, the the idiots are usually more entertaining than the guys oh, that are abs- professionals. Absolutely, like, a day with you is probably pretty, pretty boring tame. as fuck. Yeah. yeah, boring as fuck. Yeah, but you go know, off the hillside. Yeah, I mean, but but and, and you just make it look easy and it's, yeah. uh, there's no drama. No, like no. that's what the big the big draw to gold rush is and all this yeah. fucking shit. You're not getting shit. shit stuck every no two hours not flipping over fucking skid steers. Yeah. You know, yeah, all sure. that fun stuff. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. but. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, when yeah when you're yeah. when you're skilled at what you do, it doesn't look like it. No, that's the anything. whole thing. Make it look easy. Yeah, and, and you do. I mean, it doesn't matter what I do. My whole goal is to make it fucking easy. Even you know, doesn't matter what it is. Why make it harder than it has to be? I'm fucking lazy as fuck. <laughs> so why do I want to make it harder than it has to be? Well, that's what um, Andy Frisell he talks a lot about. That he's like, I'm a lazy motherfucker, mm-hmm. so I'm always looking yeah. for the easiest way to oh, do something. Yeah. Like you were just talking, yeah. you took a dozer down something. Yeah. I feel like going around. A little too, yeah, because yeah, you didn't want to go around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. that's actually, and he talks about it like everybody says, you know, people are lazy and that's always mm-hmm. a bad thing. But no, it's not always no, a bad thing because no. you're always looking for the most efficient way to do something. When I was a kid, I can remember an old boy told me, he says, you want to find the easiest way to do something on a job site, find the laziest motherfucker. Yeah. And you'll find the easiest way to do shit. Yeah. And I fucking, I'm a lazy motherfucker in that regard. Too. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, I was a laborer, you know, I'd work with these motherfuckers, you know, and you'd fucking rake and shoveling your balls off behind these guys. You'd fucking cut a bucket, man. What the uh-huh. fuck? Help a guy out, you know? Yeah. They wouldn't, you know? Yeah. They'd just sit there in the fucking machine, drink fucking coffee, listen to fucking NPR, whatever the fuck it was they were listening to on the radio. Yeah, I'm down there fucking shoveling my dick off, you know, and they just fucking shovel faster, fucker. You late, and they'd call you yeah. lazy fuck, you know? I'm yeah. like, bro, you got a fucking bucket. Help me out, you know? <laughs> Fuck you, you know, and they start fucking yelling at each other and shit, and I'd have to shovel, you know? Well, the best operators are the ones that try to give the laborers the least amount of work. Oh, absolutely. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, like my labor, like, did I work with this guy? His name was Donnie Ryder. Donnie Ryder was my labor for fucking years. His number one fucking job in the day was feed me candy. Like, he'd have a fucking Ziploc bag full of fucking candy, and he'd, I'd get start <laughs> get grumpy about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and... You know, he'd, Give he'd you a fucking throw something, something up yeah. there. Oh, yeah, he always had all kinds of shit. Like a fucking drug dealer, you know? <laughs> and he always had shit for me, though. But uh-huh. he knew, you know, he, if yeah. he kept my fat ass fed, he wouldn't have to do nothing. He wouldn't have to do nothing anyway. I mean, he's a little fucking guy, you know? But you got to take care of those people, you yeah. know? It's what the fuck you got a bucket for. I always looked at it like this. It's a lot easier to move them two fucking levers than it's some guy to have to shovel. Well, and even if it takes just a little longer to do it with a machine, you're still taking that weight off of an individual's body. Well, absolutely. And then the the truth of the matter is, too, like I, I've learned this a long time ago. When you're working with laborers, because I've always 
been in, you know, tough spots, you know, and you're on a lot of utilities and you can get 90% of it. There's still some times where they've got to get in there. But mm-hmm. if they're not in there prematurely doing dumbass shit when they don't need to be, and you do the majority of the work, when their time to shine comes, they're more energized. They're more energetic about it. And they get the fuck in there and they do it better. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not in there all wore the fuck out, their asses dragging, none of that bullshit. Yeah. They get in there. Like they resenting fucking, the operator. Yeah, for, oh, they're pissed right yeah, the fuck off, yeah. eh? Because they've been doing all this shoveling uh-huh. out great. Now there's more shoveling yeah. to do, you know? I yeah. mean, but again, the only way you're going to know that is is to have been on the end of that shovel with shitty operators. I mean, you don't know what it's like to get shit on all day long by some fucking doofus in a machine. Mm-hmm. And unless you've done it, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you know? I spent a few a few summers laboring, but fortunately, I was with guys that were were good. Yeah, and really, really took care yeah. of us on the ground. Well, I'll look at the size of you. They know you're not going to do anything. Uh, I, I'm what not, are you going to do? A fucking shovel weighs well, more than you I'm, do. I'm you good know? at crawling into catch basins yeah. and stripping forms. Yeah, I'm a small, well, small that's, that's what they kept you around or, for. or scamper through yeah. the little little yeah. pipes that I probably shouldn't got, be in. Yeah, always got to have those guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Tie a um, rope around your feet and yeah. pull you back out and you come out. <laughs> Everybody has their place. It was fucking, dude, I pull a lot of guys out of fucking pipes before. Yeah. I didn't go in them though. I'm too fucking big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody has their place. They do. Well, they do. You know, I mean, that's the thing, but not everybody sees that either. You know, when I was a kid, like when I was getting into fucking more and more seat time, every time I'd show up on a job site and they'd fucking, some old boy found out I was the operator. They're like, well, you should be the fucking laborer. Look at the size of you. And I'm like, what does it matter? Why, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm fucking do more with a fucking bucket than most guys are going to do with a shovel. So. Well, and that's, and so now we're in this whole labor force thing mm-hmm. and we've largely completely ignored women. Like, yeah. Completely. And it used, it, and it still is a pretty physical occupation in a lot of ways. It's a lot easier than it used to be, though. Dude, it, it is a lot easier. And for better force, I think it's a lot better. And it's like running a machine. Mm-hmm. I could be my size. You could be your yeah. size. Don't something in between. Yeah. It, doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Dude, kids run this shit now. Look at my kids. They're my fucking and kids. They're, they're probably better than. Oh, they're definitely better than you. <laughs> probably sure. Pat, Chris. I'm you know, sure. I mean, yeah. they don't take much better than them. Yeah. But no, but I mean, this shit's so easy to run. A kid can fucking do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like it used to be where you had like you a know, cable machine. Yeah, or, yeah. It's a fucking workout, yeah. you know? And I mean, that's, that's how I was loving people's shit. Like when Jumper came, you know, or when Chris comes or Alex Burnett came. Like they, I make it look fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Until they get in there. Yeah. I mean, I was Jumper was sitting right here because he knew what the fuck was up. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, nothing against him, but he had he had a hard time with it, you know? And and most people fucking do that have never experienced it because mm-hmm. it's like nothing you've ever ran before, you know? And it's it's not only is it hard to wrap your head around how to do it, but it's physically demanding, you know? I mean, you got to pull them fucking levers. I mean, if I run, like, my cable back for a day— my fucking hands will be raw. Really? Yeah, I'll be fucking all, like, I'll have to wear gloves just pulling them fucking levers the way that you have to pull them and all that shit. Like, it'll fucking open up some fucking skin. There's still some, in, especially in coal country, mm-hmm. kind of by you, there's some some of the old cable drag lines. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you just see but the guys most, with the levers. Most of those are air over friction. Oh. So, like, my, my bantams, right. they're mechanical over friction. So all they are is, you know, your levers and underneath the floors, there's a series of just rods and shit that go. It's really cool to look underneath one because, you know, back in the day, somebody took a fucking slide rule, you know, and the engineers sat down and figured out how to make all this shit work. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the stuff that you see, even 
like the big manned walks, big, you know, a lot of the big drag lines and shit, they're air over friction. Right. There's something over friction. Yeah. So it takes a lot of that work out of it. You still got to have a talent to run it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take anything away from the people that do that shit every day, but it's not the same as far as the strength that's required to do it. Sure. Um, I wanted to, the past year, when did you start 75 hard originally? Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> were you still, were you still <laughs> working? Like you were still working. No. Or were I you was on working your own? for myself, yeah. I started about the same time I went out on my own. How did that change things? Um, truthfully, I was already working out every day. Yeah. Um, I ate pretty clean. You know, I drank a lot of water. Um, I didn't drink. So that wasn't sure. a big deal for me. Yeah. And the outside workout wasn't terrible because, you know, construction people were you're fucking to, used, to used to it, you yeah. know. Um, but it, I fucked up a bunch of times, you know. Yeah. I mean, my 75 hard turned into like 200 it was something like the whole, hard. The whole year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, two year hard, whatever the fuck it was. But, you know, I mean, it helped me to realize that I could do what I put my mind to, which I always, you know, I've always had a lot of fucking self-discipline, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. you know, but it was being self-employed was different, you know, so I had to kind of prove to myself that I could do that too. But then I was getting kind of fucking fat again, so I needed that. There's a lot of guys in the industry that could use it. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, there's so many fat fucks in construction. It's unreal. <laughs> like... I mean, I'm guilty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, uh, dude, at my fucking weight, I've been anywhere from like fucking 190 to two. Well, no, three, 345 is the heaviest I've ever been. 345. Dude, I've been all over the motherfucking place. Wow. When I quit drinking and quit fucking chewing, man. I fucking gained like 100 pounds in six months. Really? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. When you quit drinking? Yeah, and chewing. Oh, shit. Yeah, I quit drinking and quit chewing about the same fucking time. Well, because you had to, what, like dude, you drink soda fill, or eat fill or Fill one place with another, yeah. man. Like, yeah. It's, it was tough, but Yeah. And then before I did 75 hard, like, I had lost 80 pounds wow. before I even started 75 hard. And I lost 80 pounds a few years ago, but I, mean, I had to, you know. It just is too much for my body, you know. Yeah. So. And that's, it's something, I mean, in the industry, the alcohol is one thing. Mm -hmm. And then people, dude, people don't really take care of themselves Dude, the whole fucking, the, the healthiness in construction is a fucking joke. It's pretty bad. Like, every, yeah. like it's funny because people hype up the, you know, the, the fucking convenience store diet. Like, I mean, having a fucking Red Bull and a fucking candy bar yeah. and a Slim Jim. Very jumper. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a gas station food connoisseur. Yeah. It's not good for you. Like, you know, <laughs> some, like some people it doesn't phase. Yeah. You know, it doesn't phase one fucking bit. And well, some they'll, be, people, they'll be pounding five energy drinks in a day. Yeah. Wait for your fucking heart to explode. Like, <laughs> like what's wrong uh, with water and some cocaine, you know? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Go the old-fashioned way, you know? Get some fucking meth, you know? Whatever. But, no, but, you know, I mean, but it is. I mean, people in the construction industry are so unhealthy. But a lot of it's the fucking nature of it because you got to take your food with you. Mm -hmm. So you've got to meal prep. Yeah. You know, which my wife does a great job of all of that. You know, she, every Sunday she's always fucking taking care of everything, getting it all ready to go for the week. But a lot of guys are single. A lot of guys just don't Whoa. give a fuck either. And if you're, you know? if you're working seven days a week or mm -hmm. you're doing 16 yeah, hours a day, you yeah. know, plus driving. Mm -hmm. Like when we were doing the concrete paving train, like, I mean, I don't know how, concrete paving is not as prevalent as it used to be, but. It, that was fucking notorious for not having life outside of work. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you, you'd pave 
12 hours a day. And then there was just so much work on top of it outside of the paving to prepare for the next day and to finish up from the day before. And you fucking just threw shit in a fucking lunch pail and went to work. Yeah. You go up around the fucking paver, there'd be fucking, you know, because there's 30 fucking people, 40 people around a paving train and there's fucking boxes of pizza and fucking just food and and candy. Dude, there's just... It's there's not a single fucking apple to be found. It's not because they're all getting eaten. There's no bananas. There's no oranges. None of this. Bags of fucking candy, dude. We all used to fucking get bags like grocery store bags full of candy and just hang them on the fucking paper. Uh-huh. Like everybody had a fucking sucker in their mouth. You know, blow pops, tootsie, whatever. You know, somebody was always chewing on something. There'd be a grill. Somebody be grilling something. Yeah. You and know? that's that's good food though. If someone busts it out is. a grill on a job site, yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. It is. Like, well, see, because I ran the tiny machine, which is like the tail end of the fucking whole paving train. And, you know, I didn't have nothing to do. You know, I'd show up in the morning, pull fucking night joint blocks and stuff for the drop and get shit staged and move a bunch of equipment around and get ready to go in the morning. So I was always there before everybody else. And I don't start fucking tining concrete for at least two hours. So mm-hmm. there's like this four-hour window of where I do nothing but jack myself the fuck off. <laughs> so, you know, you can cook. You can do whatever, you yeah. know, wander around bullshit and fuck with people all day long. Yeah. And, but then you're there half the fucking night after everybody else leaves too. So, um, Working for yourself, do you see your family more? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I wake up every morning. I work out a lot of times like because we have a gym in the basement. Sarah and I will work out in the morning, talk about the day, you know, figure out what we got to do with the kids after school. Because a lot of times I'll pick the kids up from whatever the fuck they got going on, take them to whatever they got going on. Um, and then, like, make the kids breakfast, get them the fuck around, kick them in the ass, get them moving kind of thing, you know, because kids, you know, they yeah. don't, don't want to do what they got to do, yeah. you know. But make them breakfast and, you know, make her coffee and do all her shit for her and load them all the fuck up. And then we leave the house at the same time, you know, which is like 7 o'clock, which is – unheard of for what I used to do. And well, in their whole lives, really, you've never, have you really been around no. like that before? No, I didn't change a diaper for like six months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not anything I'm proud of, but it was yeah. just, that's the thing. Like I get up three o'clock in the morning, get around, leave, you know, we were working usually by six 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's two hours from my fucking house. Yeah. So I want to get there early. Yeah, and... you'd fucking run your dick off, get to fucking work, yeah. you know, and then you'd work 10, 12 hours and then drive the fuck home, you know. Like a lot of us that traveled, we would fucking skip lunch. We wouldn't even eat lunch just so that we could get home a half hour earlier. I've I've never understood why people stop for lunch. I To me, it kills momentum. And I, I yeah, and I started mm-hmm. in Arizona, you don't stop for lunch yeah. because it's there's no unions or mm-hmm. there's none of that. And yeah. so you just work and yeah. I you get home earlier. Yeah. And so and then everybody I go all over the country and they stop sometimes for an hour, yeah. like a 15 minute break here, an hour for lunch, mm-hmm. 15 minute break. And yep. it's like I I wouldn't want to do that. That would piss me off. <sighs> Teach their own, you and, know. And I get, yeah, 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 some people I mean, like it, but that is not my thing. For me, I mean, the crew that I was with, there's there was a core group of us that worked together almost daily for quite a few years. Um, and we all, a couple of us were from the same area. So we all wanted to go the fuck home. And we basically, company policy was you get a 15-minute break in the morning, 930 to 945. Yeah. And the cool thing, like that was very disciplined because they didn't want people, say, guys, you know, they start break at – you know, 9.15, they start break early. 
and then they go back to work at 9.45. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody knows what time they started, you know. It is a well, weird then, thing, but it was like a weird a way to police it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. But, like, if, if I'm trying to think how to explain this, I'll sound like a fucking idiot. But, like, if somebody took fucking break at, you know, 9.40, and then they went back to work at 9.55, now it's their 15 minutes. Sure. But if the owner showed up and seen you after 9.45 on break, he'd be pissed. He's like, why the fuck ain't you guys working? So it was company policy that everybody took break from 9.30 to 9.45. No questions asked. You know, and there was no, you didn't have to worry about getting in trouble. Yeah. You know, there this it is, is. This is non-union. You know, yeah, they're non-union. Yeah. Um, but that was just the way that it was structured. That way there was no no issues, you know, because some guys would. They'd fuck off and try to take, you know, advantage. They'd try to start earlier or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they seen you anytime between 9.30 and 9.45, they knew you were fucking off. And that was the way to police it. Um, but, you know, with lunch, they wanted you to take lunch from 12 to 12.30. Like wanted that. That's just how mm-hmm. it is. Everybody takes lunch. Yeah, and I think there's some laws, you know, because we did DOT work. There's there labor are, laws. I get that. Yeah, there's there's there labor is. laws and unions, and, and yeah. we just said fuck this. We're fucking stop for five minutes, grab a bite, and go back to work. But I just and I and I get there's laws so people mm-hmm. don't get taken advantage of in this. I understand mm-hmm. that. But if everybody on the crew is like, hey, yeah, let's not do this and yeah. just get home earlier and. You can, in construction, yeah. nine times out of ten, you can eat while you work. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck yeah. pretty con- – I mean, mm-hmm. unless you're in a loader just with – or an excavator with trucks up your ass yeah. all day. But even like, then, grab a bite and go back. You, you know? Yeah. I've, I've seen it done in a lot of different applications very easily. Mm-hmm. Very easily. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it, I'm sure – and you could argue safety, and I'm sure there's all kinds of yeah, fucking – I didn't give a fuck. It's what we did. We would get in trouble for it a lot. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody come, you guys got to start taking lunch. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then we just wouldn't, you know, tell them what they want to hear. Yeah, you're you just know? like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. For yes. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, that's a and, great point. Yeah. And they would just pick like, whatever you fucking bunch of assholes. And they walk away from us, you know, cause they knew we weren't going to listen. Well, that's, but, but, but that's the thing about the construction industry is we've gotten so in this in this rut of this is how a project should run it mm-hmm. goes from these hours to these yeah. hours you need to be working 60 hours a week and 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 like we we've gotten away yeah. from let's just get the job done yeah like that's all that matters let's just get yeah. the job well, done and maybe we can do it more effectively what i've seen though is not everybody has the same self-discipline same yes. with the lunch break same with the coffee break you know the the core group of people that I worked, we were very disciplined. We respected the company, you know, and we respected the people that ran it. We understood how much money it cost when we went over five minutes on break. So mm-hmm. we respected that. And they were good to us. The company was. Um, but not everybody felt that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys loved to take advantage of that. You know, they would fucking get the company for every minute they could. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, yeah. You know I've, what I'm I've saying? I've messed with some people on their break, and they are mm-hmm. like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. I'm on break. Yeah, no, we we the, we had always had a pact. You didn't talk about work under fifteen minutes. Yeah, that morning break was our break. Leave us the fuck alone. You want to talk about work? You talk about work on company fucking time. <laughs> Same thing in the morning. We used to have these motherfuckers, dude. Uh, you'd show up at the fucking job because everybody would show up a half hour early. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just construction. Yeah, you go out there, hang out, talk some shits, fuckers. You know, do whatever oh, yeah. you do. You yeah, know, what'd you do this weekend? Yeah, and so then you get this one broke dick motherfucker that wants to be like, so what we're gonna do today? You're like, no, you can shut the fuck uh-huh. up for twenty five more minutes because we're not in company fucking time. It, the the thirty know? the thirty minutes before work that's like yeah. a sacred. Yeah, it's, it's like just, a sacred time. It's, yeah, I've it's the warm up period. Yeah, you know, yeah. it is. I mean, you because the thing is, like, when you're on the job and you're working, there's people. 
just like I had people that I was super tight with, you know, these fucking my best friends, you know, mm-hmm. they're on the job. So like, you've had each other's back, you know, and we've been through some shit together. So you're fucking best friends. Like people have been to my house, I've been to their house, even yeah. though we live hours away from each other. Like, yeah. There's a camaraderie there. So you hang out in the morning, you shoot shit, you do whatever, you know, because when you're on the job, you don't get that opportunity because it's strictly fucking business. Mm-hmm. You know, so that time in the morning is your fucking time to, you know, fucking huddle up and love each other, whatever the fuck it is that it's you super, do. It's super funny. You know, yeah. but you get some dipshit fucker that wants to come out there and, and it's like some guys, it's cool. Like whatever. If you get a fucking foreman or a superintendent that's fucking cool and respects it. But, you know, they something needs to be said. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But when you get that one dumb fuck that wants to do it every fucking morning because he needs to fucking feel in charge, it's like, toodaloo, motherfucker. <laughs> get stepping. You know, or they'll start talking and we'll just ignore them. Then they stand there like a fucking idiot and then they're all butthurt because uh-huh. nobody will listen to them and respect them. So. Yeah. Well, and, they, and the funny thing is they don't get respect because they pull shit no, like that. No, because they're fucking idiots, yeah. you know? It's just... I've always, I've always cracked up at the guys that they'll get to a job... They'll get there 45 minutes, an hour early, mm-hmm. and they'll sleep in their car. Did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> and that, it's not I've one done guy. That too. Oh, it's yeah. quite a few yeah. people that consistently, uh-huh. they'll take a little nap before work. I do that too. Like when I'm feeling antisocial and like I don't want to talk to a bunch of motherfuckers, I'll just sleep. Yeah. 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 So they get there an hour early and sleep no. for 45 so, minutes. It's like, why don't you just sleep 45 minutes extra at home? Well, <laughs> but, because but you got to get, get on the job. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's an old school mentality because you don't ever want to be late. So you no. have to give yourself time to change a flat tire. You, you have to, to be give the last tie- one. No, yeah. no. There was yeah. a time like you had to be the first guy on the job. Yeah. And there's always all these old guys that'll fucking fight for like the number one parking <laughs> position and all that <laughs> shit. But um, but like even like there's a lot of mornings I would get up in the morning, get around, and then lay back down on the fucking couch, take a nap with my dog. Like take a 10-minute nap and then fucking go to work. Cause like yeah, drive two hours, man. It fucking sucks a fat dick. Mm-hmm. It, it, nothing fun about that. Yeah. Every fucking day for, yeah. there's no end in sight, you know? And so, like, that was one of the ways that I would cope with it, too. And show up on a job, take a nap. Or a lot of times, I was pretty fortunate. I'd ride with, like, my boss. Sure. My boss would pick me up somewhere, and I'd fucking ride. And he knew I'd be a grumpy fuck, so I'd just sleep, and he'd drive the whole day. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Dude, it was. It sucked, but it was, like, the only fucking way I'd want to fucking do it. There was, when I was working on the railroad, um, we were out in just the middle of of nowhere. So, mm-hmm. it was maybe an hour. So, and we were, we were staying out there, too. So, we yeah. were staying at kind of the closest hotel. We were in Yuma, and we were working north of Glamis. And and a lot of people go to Glamis yep. for the dunes. The dunes yep, yep. But it was middle of summer, not a soul, mm-hmm. not a single living thing in Glamis. Yeah. And then we were we were on a dirt road way north of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way to get there was kind of all over the place because there's 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 no good roads in the middle of the desert. And we leave the the hotel and we 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 would get the trailer at about four, so we'd be leaving at like two forty five. Yeah, and we'd all meet up at the same gas station every morning and, and mm-hmm. shoot the shit yeah. and gas up because you 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 idle your truck all day oh, because no it's one hundred and fifteen, sometimes one hundred and twenty degrees, and you don't turn your truck off uh, because if you do. You're not getting back in that thing for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, it's not fun. So you go get gas, you get ice, you, you fuck off for a little bit, and then you go, you head out there. And we would always go the same route. Mm-hmm. And one time, we, so we all leave the gas station, and we get to the job trailer, and the guys that were still at the gas station when we were leaving, they were already at the fucking job trailer. And they were they were acting like, oh, they they, they had been working there for an hour. Yeah. And we were like, how, 
how the fuck did you get here? Mm-hmm. Because you didn't pass us. There's only yeah. one way to get here. And they found this dirt road mm-hmm. that went along All the right. railroad tracks that cut like 20 minutes yeah. off. And so after that moment, mm-hmm. everybody would be taking just yeah. ripping All on that. that dirt road. Yeah. And everybody would be on their CB radios, yeah. like shooting the shit while yeah. they were doing it, yeah. like caravanning oh, yeah. through the desert. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's always a big deal to be the first kind of job. So it, and it's not like it used to be. I mean, but it used to be a, the fucking, it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, I had this superintendent, like, he'd get fucking pissed if you weren't there an hour early. Mm-hmm. He's like, how am I supposed to know you're going to be here ready we'll go to work if you're not here? And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking hour early. And what difference does it make if I'm not here? There's fucking 40 other people on the yeah. fucking job. But. It's, it's a little frustrating sometimes because, you know, we have people in the industry, but a lot of people that aren't from the industry. Yeah. And, I mean the world and a lot of other industries, you kind of just show up whenever the fuck you want to show up. Yeah, I don't know how that works. It blows my mind. Drives me nuts sometimes. Yeah. You know what's really hard for me about being on my own is the complete lack of structure. Mm. Like, when I work for somebody else, it was the same fucking thing every day, day in, day out. Yeah, you know? which is easy. You just It is because you knew when the fuck you were going to work, you knew yeah. when you were coming home. What you needed to do, yeah. and you needed like, to have a paycheck. Being that I work for myself now, like some days, yeah, you're in a machine all day. There's days where I'm, you know, during the summer, there's times I was on a machine for fucking 16 hours. Yeah. You know, I'd leave my phone in my truck because I had to focus on what I was doing with the machine. I couldn't deal with customers then and there. But there are other days where I'll send the kids out the fucking door with Sarah, and then I'll go sit in the office and do paperwork for fucking mm. four hours, mm-hmm. you know, or go meet with customers. And there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. It's just whatever that day needs, that's what I got to do. Sure. You know, it's weird. It's fucking weird as shit because I've lived – for other contractors all these years. Mm-hmm. Everything that I did revolved around their fucking schedule. You could never leave work early. Your kid has a doctor's appointment, that's your fucking problem. That's your kid's doctor's appointment, not yours. Yeah. If you had a doctor's appointment, you had to schedule it during the fucking winter because they didn't want you leaving during, you know, leaving the job. Because we didn't work during the winter. So it was yeah. always guys that had kids. So like if you were planned on having kids with your fucking your spouse, like Get it so that she's knocked up and fucking calving during the fucking winter. Yeah. Because you, they don't want you taking time off during the fucking summer yeah. to be there with your fucking wife while she's giving birth. Like, that was, like, legit shit that you would hear from these motherfuckers, you know, or any kind of surgery. Like, if you had any kind of surgery, it was going to put you down for a bit. Plan it for the winter. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take away from contractor time because yeah. they owned your ass from fucking March to December. See, I've been, I mean, I was, I was always in Arizona. Yeah. And you guys didn't have winter. 52 weeks yeah. a year, man. Yeah. Just blowing and going. It's weird. Like, that's like, like even talking to Chris, like Chris and I talk a lot about the differences down there versus up home. And, you know, he'll laugh. I'm like, I got to get wrapped up for fucking winter. Like I got a basement opened up and I got a big fucking garage project for this guy. Like it's a sports car garage and fucking big fucking shit. And, um. Like, these builders want to get going. Mm-hmm. They want to get wrapped up and dried in for the fucking winter so they can work inside. And, yeah. You know, they've you know they been fucking whatever keeps popping up, pushing them back, and then they're calling me like, hey, we got to get this motherfucker backfilled. And I'm like, yeah, we do. You should have been doing this two months ago, guys. Like, fucking snow's coming, the frost is coming, mm-hmm. and all it does is just add headaches to a job. Like, the only way to fucking... Make a million dollars in the fucking wintertime up north as a contractor doing dirt is to start with two million. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only fucking way to do it because you're going to lose a million right off the fucking bat. I mean, it's just everything about it sucks. 
you got to fucking, like I was on a bridge job one time. We had, fuck, we had, I don't even know how many big fucking 12-inch water pumps going because we were in a fucking causeway. And we had fucking sheet pile drove, cells, the whole fucking nine, pumping all the water out of them all fucking winter long. And then we had fucking portable fucking gen sets set up all over the fucking job to provide heat for, you know, like the cranes. We'd plug the fucking cranes in overnight. Really? Yeah. Holy We'd have, shit. I mean, you just add so much money to it. Like all the fucking, uh, the glycol heaters, which... I don't know if you know what a fucking glycol heater is, but it's basically mobile radiant in-floor heating. It's a fucking big fucking heating unit that has a fucking water pump on it that pumps glycol through this. Basically, it's a garden hose, and there's a big reel on it, and you pull the fucking hose out as you need it, and you drape it all over, whether it's your hammerhead piers, your fucking bridge, whatever. Wow. Lay them on the ground, thaw the fucking ground out if you Holy have to, shit. and you lay all this shit on, you turn this motherfucker on, and you just let it run. And it heats up. It's a shit ton of fucking work. I've seen that in the opposite way. Sometimes when there's groundwater, they'll freeze the ground. Yeah. Um, and they'll build a wall of frost. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be completely impermeable. Huh. Yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And they pump, um, it might be nitrogen or something mm-hmm. through. And so it's, they just drive all these piers into the ground and just pump it all the way through and it freezes it completely no shut. No shit. Yeah. Never even heard of that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. That is cool. But, yeah, fuck working in the winter. It's just so, a lot of work. And so you're not going to – you're just going to do maintenance and – I've got some, like – you know, and ends. I've got Plus some mowing snow. that I do for some people, like yeah. mow fence lines back for farmers and shit, you know, mow around the excavator. And, you know, I got that Menzie muck. We got a bunch of fucking work to do for that to get that ready for next year. And then um, just, I don't know, whatever. Are you going to do snow? Nope. Nope. Fuck snow removal. I've, <laughs> I'll, so, like, I'll clean cars off from Paulie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll still do that, you know. Oh, but yeah, with his little with the, draught. Yeah, with the snowblower on snow that. Snowblower. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. But How far is that from you? Like 40 minutes. Oh, wow. I've, yeah. wanted, to, I've wanted to see that after a big snow. Show up. Actually, yeah, Paulie's in town. To Paulie's in town there. right now. Where? He wants to come Here? by, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, tell him to come by. I will. Yeah. I'd well, like, yeah. I, yeah. He's got I, a good thing going up there. Yeah, they fucking... There's some shit going on there. But, um, but yeah, that fucking snowballing thing, it's one of the things. It, it looks cool, but boring as fuck. Yeah. Like, you just want to sit there and fucking blow your brains out. But, you know, it's what you do. It makes for 30 seconds of really good social media content. It does. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're, I'm sure so many people comment on that, like, you're a fucking idiot. You know, it's funny. Way to do it. Nobody really gives me any friction about it. Really? No. I think because they know that I'll tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, 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 but. Yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. Like, I mean, I've seen the shit that people have talked to Paulie about it. You know, like, it's fucking stupid. You can go out there with five fucking people in snow rooms and clean cars off. I'm like, yeah, you could. But, you know, there's thousands of fucking cars there. Thousands. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, people have no idea. It's fucking like 200 acres of paved parking lot. And there's cars on a lot of it. You know, and you got to clean all the motherfuckers off. That's crazy. Yeah. It takes a fucking minute. Like, last year when they had that winter storm gale... Like yeah. Fuck, they had like 44 inches of fucking snow. Like, I drug people into that facility with my truck to get them, you know, so we could get in there to go to work. Shit. Like, I can remember people stuck, you know, like the roads fucking not plowed out, you know. It took me like two hours to get down there to go to work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even we didn't even clean cars off for like two days. We just plowed snow. Wow. Yeah. Man, I, yeah, I do want to see some snow removal. I've never actually seen it. 
never seen anybody plow snow. I mean, uh, like I'll be in Telluride for skiing yeah. and there'll be a skid steer in the parking lot yeah. cleaning it up, but yeah. I've never seen it. Just it's fucking stupid. Large shit. scale snow yeah. removal. Plowing snow sucks. I've heard it's just Dude, terrible. Yeah. Like I remember a few years ago, we went up to Buffalo, New York. They had a real bad snowstorm in like 2014 or some shit like that. And I timed it just right because we were getting paid to go up there. And it was all fucking state of emergency shit. So I went up on a Friday night. So mm-hmm. first thing, you get shift differential for night shift. Everybody else went up like Wednesday, Thursday. So they're getting straight time. Yeah. And I figured all these motherfuckers are tired when I go home for the weekend. So I was like, fuck it. Go Friday night, you get shift differential. Saturday mm-hmm. is double time all day. Saturday night till midnight is shift differential and double time. Midnight Saturday night turns into triple time through fucking midnight on Sunday night. Holy smokes. And then I plowed into fucking Monday morning. I was like, all right, I'm done. That's a <laughs> but I plowed nonstop. That's a big check. Yeah, dude. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. And we just gotten laid off too for the winter, you know. So I was like, cool. A nice little Christmas bonus here. Just, I'll see you one of these days. It's all about crunching the numbers. That's what it's about. You know, I mean, what the fuck? But yeah, Paulie's, they got a lot going on there when it comes to doing snow removal. Time to come by. Oh? Well, I have to take a piss. Mm-hmm.